And before the next episode of our podcast, we want to tell you about important milestone that our comedy horror series has reached. And what is this milestone, Harish? It is the release of the fifth episode, uh, which means we have reached the middle of the season. Uh, and it came out last Friday, 29th yeah. September. Yeah, the comedy horror podcast is called After Life Support. And it's about a jaded millennial who gets laid off from her tech job and ends up going to work for her exorcist uncle. Mm. And the mm. clash of generations and everything that comes from it. Yeah. And every episode features a different ghost from, you know, Southeast Asian folklore. Or, and also some guests from other other parts of the world, right? Yeah. And, and the reason is because she helps her uncle by creating a software that allows them to talk to ghosts. Mm. Yeah. Using AI. Using AI. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it is current. Yeah. Um, using AI. What sort of ghosts does she talk to, Terence? Uh, so far, she has talk, talked to ghosts like Toyo. Mm. Uh, from Malaysia. Diana, yeah, from, from Indonesia. Manananga. Philippines. Philippines. The Hitler's Horseman. Hitler's Horseman. Uh, uh, expert. Yeah, an expert from the West. <laughs> from from the British East India Company. Yeah. 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 And uh and the Tiangsu. And the, the, the traditional, you know, Chinese zombie, the Tiangsu. Mm. And there are more coming up, which is why we're very excited that the show has finally hit this this uh mid-season milestone, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why, yeah, if you haven't caught it already, please do tr- check it out. It's available on Me Listen and other podcasts. Spotify, yeah. Spotify and other podcast platforms. Mm. Uh, and it's something that we're really that is really dear to our hearts and we're very, 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 very happy and proud of working on this together with uh Jotan, the very talented Jotan mm-hmm. on this one. Yeah. So do follow it, follow it and every Friday there'll be a new episode dropping all the way until Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And I mean every episode is about a ghost facing a modern technological problem. So it's definitely funny. Mm. Um so and and I mean with that uh, our good friends at Me Listen also want to do a little giveaway for you guys. So you can win Halloween horror nights tickets uh, for you and your friend. And all you have to do is to answer a simple question at the link go.mediacorp.sg slash It's in the show notes. Uh, you just provide your name and email address, answer one question, get your friend to participate in the same thing with the same link using the same details and you might win a pair of tickets mm. to go to Halloween Horrors Nights uh, 2023. So all the details are in the show notes. Uh, listen to our podcast, enter the competition, and who knows, we might see you there at Horror Nights. Yeah, the, the themes this year are, are pretty awesome. Mm. I think there's one based on The weekend, his, his uh, Dawn FM album. Mm. And there's one based on the, uh, a Korean zombie uh, flick as well. A mm. Korean zombie series that a lot of people watched. I think all of us did. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the themes in this year's uh, Halloween Horror Nights are pre- look, sound pretty cool. Yeah. Sweet. Alright, so check out the link in the show notes. And uh, now, on to the podcast! What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But... Uh, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor and good old surprise, uh, Terence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm feeling a bit cheeky today. Uh? Uh, no, la, yeah, just, uh, you know, Monday, the Monday blues. Maybe. Oh, is it? This, this is your October persona. Uh, oh, yeah, it is October. It so, is October, man. I think in the West, it's a thing, right? October, everything goes like, they start, you know, Halloween and everything. So it's all like uh, it starts to get a bit more darker on the advertising and all. Is it? At least, at least that's what I'm seeing on on social media and all. Oh really? Oh, in anticipation for uh, yeah, Halloween. And I guess if you're in the west also and the northern hemisphere, the weather also gets mm. darker earlier correct, during the day, correct, la, right? Yeah. But in mm. Singapore, it's still hot as hell. Singapore is hot as hell, but yeah, it's October yeah. already, man. Yeah. Where did this year go to? Right? It is October. It just flashed by. Yeah. yeah, flashed by, and I mean. I guess it's something we feel every year that a lot has happened. Mm. Uh, I mean, like uh, re- now the exciting thing is the Asian Games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm back to, you know, whenever I'm home the whole day, I just leave the Asian Games channel going. Uh, it's just fun to watch. What Asian Games channel? Like MediaCorp? Uh, no, I think if you have cable or the sports channel. Oh, okay. okay I don't yeah, think MediaCorp yeah, yeah. has full day. I see. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. see little clips. They show little clips. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember doing it during the Olympics. You just leave it on. And whenever there's some sport you just watch, yesterday I was watching roller skating. Oh, but how do you choose what sport to leave on? Because there's multiple channels. Uh, there's more than one, right? Uh, I don't know. 
I thought there was only like one. I think there's more than one. More than one. Because I do remember what you're saying on like one of the cable, like like I have yeah, like yeah. one of those services like, and yeah. they have multiple channels. Like. Yeah. So which one do you choose to watch? I mean, up till now, I only thought there was one channel. Oh, so I've oh, never I had see, to make the choice. Oh, you never had to make the I choice. I think it's the first one I see. I'm like, hey, it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't choose based on whether a Singaporean is competing. I mean, that would be ideal. Oh, okay, okay. But when it came to roller skating, yeah. uh, I assume we have a team because yeah. I saw the Singapore flag, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I didn't decide it based on whether Singapore was competing or not. La. I see, I see. But Shanti Pereira got yeah, a silver. Got first, a silver, man. First athletics medal in what, 49 years or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah. 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 And I mean, the, she had a bit of a scare during the heat, la, right? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and then. She but would you, do you think that was deliberate? Like, um, like she was just holding back or what? No, la, because he, she qualified as the two fastest times outside of the top six. Mm, so mm. there was, I think if you're top three on each, each heat you're you're definitely confirmed la. yeah but if you yeah. don't that means you have to wait and if you were not the one of the two fastest then yeah. the, you won't qualify yeah amazing la. amazing her I mean yeah. the, the fact that after that she went to the final and won the silver and yeah, all that silver. Right? and by 0.04 seconds yeah yeah, yeah. so it was that close yeah. And, and yeah I, I'm, I'm starting to see what she's saying that a lot of it is is stuff out of your control so yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. Uh, the wind the weather conditions uh, all you can really the do is just the doping test also the doping test uh, yeah. the only thing you can do is just blank your mind and just do what you you do best lah, right yeah, just yeah, run. Yeah. so yeah, yeah I, I was watching her and the, her technique and everything like that and it was, it's pretty crazy lah. and 12 hours after the final for 100 meters she took mm. part in the heats for 200 meters and she yeah. finished the fastest yeah which is a pet event lah. 200 yeah. is a pet event oh 200 is a pet event uh, at least that's what people are saying lah. But oh. but I was under the uh, correct me if I'm wrong I was under the impression she was the favourite uh, going to this Asian Games lah. As in, she was the favourite based on the fact that she had run the fastest 100 and 200 metres amongst any Asian woman this year. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, but uh, she her personal best is not the best. Oh, not the best. Okay. Yeah, because okay, I think it. the person who won the 100 metre, her personal best is 10.99. Like mm. the first Asian woman to go under 11 seconds. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, whereas Shanti Pereira was 11.20 as yeah, her personal two, best. Yeah, two something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's that's the thing about running lah, right? It really is... Uh, I mean, it's the 11 or 12 seconds in the 100 meters that you just have to perform it. Everything has to line up perfectly. Yeah, right? it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I was following a lot of the controversy about the the 100 meter hurdles for women mm. where the Indian and Chinese runners were... Uh, well, one of them was disqualified for the fourth start. Mm. And then the, the Indian runner also got dragged into the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, looks like it almost started a, a war between China and India. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of allegations of like, oh, you know buyers and everything. So so where did it leave now? Like um the first the Chinese runner was disqualified. Yeah, she was uh she ended up being disqualified. La. But she won. She was second when they raced oh, second, but uh, she was racing under protest, meaning like uh, that there was a chance she would be disqualified because she had done a false start before. Oh. Uh, but yeah a lot, a lot a lot of people are saying, Oh, how can she even be allowed to run? It's so obvious she she was the one who first started the prior to that. Uh, uh big big thing, like big big uh controversy, but I think at least it's uh okay, like, it's settled like she got disqualified. Like. And this was not the first time China and India butted heads outside of the actual event, right? Oh, is it? There was something to do with the visas or something. Oh, some, really? Some passport thing. There. I can't remember. They, yeah. they had some controversy there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still it's still nice to watch. And by the time we upload this podcast, Shanti mm. Pereira would have run her 200 meter final. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's at 7.45 p.m. tonight wow. on Monday. Is it going to be on TV? Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Then yeah. definitely you're going to yeah. watch and support. So, so yeah. I mean, hopefully, come on. Come on, Shanti. Yeah. Hammer, uh, hammer it down, man. Yeah. Hammer it down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool. Uh, I mean, the, there's um, some interesting... I mean, the news we're going to be talking about was something that is not like a monumental one-time thing. Mm. It's just a series of things. Mm. La. Yeah. It's uh, going, but, going on for a while. Yeah. But before we jump into that, anything you want to say, Terrence? Uh, as always, uh, do remember to follow, uh, subscribe, or do whatever you need to do to be up to date about uh, when when we drop new episodes of this podcast. Mm. Because I think that's the way to really show us your support. La, mm. to get more and get more people on the Yalabad bandwagon. Yeah. And if you want to work with us uh, or just share some ideas, you can always reach us at contact at ministryoffunny.com. Shout out to the people who have actually reached out. We've had brands. We've had a, a, a web developer mm. uh, amongst a number of people who have reached out. So please keep them coming. Yeah. Cool, man. But yes. Shall we yes. jump into this hot topic? Shall we jump into it? And it's not really a hot topic that is like just happened over the weekend or what. Like. It's a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, I think it's still worth talking about because it's not, 
Yeah, it's something that everyone is feeling right now in their pockets. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so basically, I mean, there's one thing that is being anchored on. Uh, mm. It was something that the current DPM, Lawrence Wong, said during a press conference on 28th September last Thursday mm. um, that the government is monitoring businesses to stop them from using increased costs as an excuse to profiteer. Mm. That basically means that yeah, like there there shouldn't be any businesses that raise the prices of whatever they're selling because of everything else that is having their prices raised. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I think just off the top of my head, there's water price increase coming soon, mm. carbon mm. tax coming yeah. soon, yeah. transport coming soon. Yep, yep. Uh, housing is just on its own crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Uh? Uh, GST coming soon. GST end of the year going up again. Yep. Yeah. So. So, I mean, it, it was, uh, there were a bunch of things he said uh, during the thing which we will dive into. Mm, but mm. but how, how how have you been keeping track about all this talk about increasing prices? Keeping how's track. It, how has it made you feel? Or is it something you're like, oh, fuck it, this is the world of today? Uh, no, no, yeah, it is true that costs are increasing everywhere. Mm. But uh, I think what's interesting in Singapore is where the cost increased. Uh, where, why are the costs increasing so much, uh, right? Mm. And like you mentioned, rent is a obvious, very, very, very big factor to it, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, it's way is way disproportionately higher. The rental increase is disproportionately higher than any um, raw material or whatever increase uh, out there that businesses have to face, mm. And that's the that's the tricky thing about Singapore. Like. I mean, I just came from a place like Bali, right? Where, uh, the, I mean, this trip was the first time I actually like went to like restaurants, like mm. you know, decent restaurants. Um, for a nice dinner and stuff like that. Like, the previous, my previous trips to Bali is always like diving. very outdoor, very diving, very chill, that kind of thing. But this time mm. I went to some restaurants and I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, you pay you pay more than what you would pay elsewhere. But you you kind of know exactly what you're paying for, like, the value and the, the experience and all these things. Mm. Whereas in Singapore more recently, like in general, just to, for a uh, a normal day out kind of thing, you realize that you're paying a lot more for everything. Mm. Right. And and you can't really discern between like, are you just paying for uh, you know, the opportunity to sit in this place which is in an expensive area of town, or are you actually paying for like good experience or good food or what? Mm. I find that I find generally. Yeah, yeah. Like that as in what I'm saying is that just the the baseline of just going out, I'm just you're just spending a lot more money in Singapore. Yeah. Than anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I guess there's one thing because sometimes I feel like um okay if this is if this plate of uh food or something is costing ten cents more yeah I mean on one hand I'm like yeah yeah everything's increasing but I think that's the thing about uh price increases right it's never gonna be like oh shit that ten cents is gonna be the difference between you eating that plate of chai peng or yeah. not la. yeah but it just I think it's the emotional feel of it mm-hmm. uh there's so much talk like every week there's some new thing that is having its price increase yeah. Um, and then it makes me look at other things uh, mm-hmm. and think, hey, shit, has that price increased? Because like, yesterday I was cooking with my wife and uh, we, we got this black pepper chicken from NTUC, uh. Uh, which is pre-marinated black pepper chicken. Yeah. Uh, and as much as I would prefer to get the chicken and then marinate it, this black pepper chicken is pretty dope. Uh. Mm-hmm. But then I saw it was like a 400 gram piece for like $7. Then I was like, hey, shit, was it always this expensive? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know whether it was this expensive or not, or maybe it was. But my mind right now, right, is looking at everything and looking at it going like, oh shit, this also is more expensive. Mm, and mm. that's why I feel like I think everyone, maybe everyone is feeling that. Yeah, yeah. Like even if things have not increased that significantly, it feels like it is. Yeah. Which is which is a a, a dangerous place to be. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why dangerous? Like I mean, because eh, if it's not like, um, it's dangerous in the sense if everybody's feeling that, mm. then it becomes like emotional, you know. Mm. Uh, and when people react emotionally, sometimes that's not the best thing. Okay. okay. Uh, and then it makes you also question everything that, that you hear from the authorities. Like let's say DPM Wong. Mm. Um, I think one thing he was saying is that, um, you know, like all these costs are increasing, mm. but as a business, you cannot increase costs. Mm. Um and that the most important thing for businesses is that the government cannot permanently subsidize business. Yeah. They must be self-sustaining, profitable, and viable. Mm. So, you know, it's important for them to restructure, continue to focus on moving up the value chain, be more efficient, be more productive, and all the schemes in the budget so far have been supporting this direction. Mm. Yeah. So it just feels like, okay, all these prices are increasing, mm. but it's on the business to 
figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, as in the headline, uh, yeah, he them uh, he using the word the monitoring. The government is monitoring businesses. Mm. Uh, very negative connotations are the word monitoring because mm. it was like, I think last time it was used uh, at nauseum was like monitoring HDB prices, mm. like, right? Mm. By Desmond, Desmond Lee and all that. So, uh, monitoring businesses to stop them from using, I mean, yeah, could use any other word other than monitoring. Like, like what? Like what? Uh, you know, we are, we are, we will be enforcing, you know, uh, anti-profiteering measures or something like that. Mm. But monitoring just feels way too passive at the rate at which prices are increasing these days. Oh, so you think it's too passive? It just, yeah, it doesn't it sound very passive when you say you monitor something? I guess, like, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe it needs to be another level of uh, passive-aggressive. But then if you, if you go to the doctor and then they say, oh, your pain, maybe you monitor your pain. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Uh, okay, la, I mean, if you say it once, la, right? But uh. if you keep saying it again and again and again, then be like, just give me you the 10 medicine. You keep going back to the same yeah. doctor. The doctor yeah. says, you know what, Terrence, just monitor your, your yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that word needs to be, like, this, the PR team in government needs to step in and just like ban the use of the word monitor already. La. Monitor. Unfortunately. Because, yeah, now it has that, that negative connotation to it. La. I mean, I mean, these announcements were also made in, like, simultaneously with a bunch of packages and rebates and vouchers that were announced. Mm. Um, there's an assurance package, a cash special payment, yeah. where up to 2.5 million eligible adult Singaporeans will get $200 cash yeah. in December 2023. There's a one-off 0.5 month uh, SNCC rebate mm-hmm. for 950,000 households. There's CDC vouchers, another $200 for every Singaporean. Yeah. And uh, you save rebates, which is the utility, and public transport vouchers for people who fall under a certain income level. Mm, mm, mm. So there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know, it, 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 it feels like, okay, it's good, but is it still feels like it's, uh, it's, it's very worrying. Mm, mm. Uh, because all this, it almost, you know, like how the last round when the GST increase were the first 1%. 7, 7 to 8. 7 to 8, right? Yep. And I mean, this is what I'm just remembering from the emotions, right? Yeah. I remember when they announced that they were going to give all these rebates. Mm. So you know how like, if every time you do B, you do A, so then now, every time you do A, you assume B is coming. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? That means you... Uh, no, actually that doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. I don't know what's your A and your B represent. No, so like, let's say, when there was the first 1% increase, they give a bunch of rebates. Yeah. So then now when they give a bunch of rebates, you almost assume that, okay, the next year, there's going to be a lot of increases coming. But there's an increase, right? There is an, an 9%, 8 to 9%. Yeah, exactly. And this, all this is not even considering that, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like I, I don't know, maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I didn't know there was going to be a water hike. Mm, no, um, that was new, yeah. That was new, right? Yeah. Uh, and then public transport hike. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then there's a carbon tax hike. And we already know that there is going to be the 1% increase in January. Mm, mm, mm. Right. So then it feels like, huh? Yeah. When is it going to end? Uh, yeah. It's uh, quite painful uh, for everyone. I, I think right now, the cost of, of uh, the cost of living going up and all that, right? But the, the other thing is that, I mean, the, this broad motherhood statement of government monitoring businesses to stop them from using increased costs as excuse to profiteer, right? I think that's worth like, even just examining a bit, like, you know, mm. uh, he mentioned there's a committee against profiteering that was mm. set up in 2022, right, to prevent mm. profiteering. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I, you know, I went to the website and just my cursory understanding of it is is more about essential goods, right? Those are the things that they want to prevent profiteering, like your, you know, your your groceries, your milk and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea is that businesses... Uh, should not be using GST as an excuse to raise prices. Mm. So, from what I'm, what I'm understanding of that is that if you raise prices as a business, okay, fine, you know, labor costs, whatever, go up. Uh, but if it's an essential good, like, you know, groceries or what, then they have to examine it. And if you specifically say GST is the reason that you need to raise the prices, that's a no-go. So, mm. But then that, I mean, if you need to raise prices because of labor and things like that, uh, seems to be okay la, to me. Mm. So I'm I'm not yeah. It's not, I I think this this statement of government monitoring businesses to stop them from using increased costs as excuse to profiteer uh, sounds a lot broader than what the actual scope is la, of this committee that against uh, profiteering. Yeah. So so it's not like it's not like your 
you know, going to watch a movie or what, they're going to like clamp down on the price increases there. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's, it's really about just the essential goods. Uh. Yeah, because they literally say on the CAP website, if you go about, the CAP, cap was re- CAP is a... Committee Against Profiteering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was reconvened brother, to investigate feedback on unjustified price increases of essential products and services. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's literally there. Yeah. Uh, even in the FAQs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Eh? So it's not like you can go and complain about your bubble tea, the price going up for your bubble tea, and then say that it's Then Chaipeng is essential. Right? No, right? Ah, that's a, yeah, it's, so that's the thing, like, right? Is it uh. essential? And then... Taipung also, there's like good, really amazing Taipung and then there's like mediocre Taipung. Yeah, yeah. So if the amazing one raises their prices, you know, like, would you say there's profiteering, you know? There is a standard, difference in standard, right? Yeah. Between the really good Taipung and the not so good Taipung. So mm. that's why it's, uh, when I read about that, then I hear that they're monitoring it and then I realize like, oh, this, uh, does CAP really have teeth? Uh? Does this committee against profiteering, does it really have teeth? Or is it really like, you know, confined to a very certain type of uh, of actions that, that certain certain businesses selling certain items take, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why I, I look at this. Even this headline just uh, a bit, a bit, uh, even overstates the whole thing a bit to me, like, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, looking at the, the members also, you get, okay, the chairman of the Fu Chao Coffee Restaurants and Bar Merchants Association, mm-hmm. president and C- or CEO of Singapore Retail Association, Restaurant Association, Business Federation, Sheng Shong, mm. Lazada. Um, yeah, like, like it really looks like um, essential food, food items, which they say also eggs, chicken, vegetables, and meals from hawker centers and coffee shops, mm-hmm. as well as non-food essentials like household products. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting that you brought this up because a few weeks ago, there was also some controversy around this study that determined how much is um, a, a four-person household or three-person household. Minimum income standards. Yeah, right? minimum income standards. And it was a study that was done, um, I believe, by NTU, mm-hmm. right? NTU and the LKY School of Public Policy. Yeah, correct. And basically, what what they came up to say was that um, I think they estimated that for a four person household, it's about six thousand dollars plus. Uh, to to six six nine three. Yeah. Ah, six six Close nine to seven. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, when when they did that, it's a big number, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were a lot of people talking, but the there was a joint statement from three ministries that highlighted that, okay, that might be a bit uh, misleading la, mm, because mm. they said that, um, uh, what they say, uh, it is, yeah, so afford a, uh, afford a basic standard of living. What they said was that uh, this was more for items that are nice to have. Mm, and mm. that was a statement that they gave la, that the study is a bit misleading because they talked about things that you need to live a life of dignity, uh, and whatnot, which they said, mm. then that's not the minimum cost of living. La. But just mm. the the message of it, you know, is saying, yo, 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 okay, we understand, but this is just for things that are nice to have. Mm. Yeah. Not things that are essential. For survival. For survival. So so that's where you hear it yeah. also, you're like, eh, really? Like, must say until like that. Then you make this, the, the that means but like- who must say until like what? Who must say until like No, when, when the government phrases it uh, that way, okay, okay. that is, no, these are only 6,693 is for nice family that wants yeah. nice to have things. La. Yeah. Then you also look at it, you're like, really? Yeah. That's a bit, is that the best way to, to respond? La? Mm-hmm. And I mean, in some ways, so what you're saying, you know how like now the monitoring of business for essential products. Yeah. There's this, there's this delineation between what's essential and what's nice to have. But when they yeah. put a, Headline like this, you're saying it encapsulates everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it, the headline, or at least the whatever the statement was, it, it could have been a bit uh, clearer about what it is, right? Mm, 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 uh, right now, yeah. I I, feel, I mean, prices are just going up everywhere. And can you blame business owners really? Like any business that you like, genuinely that you want to support, right? Mm. If they raise prices now, can you really blame them, Rentals have gone up by so much. Mm. Uh, the cost of hiring people so it's not it's not going down or anything you know mm. so it's almost like wow, how to you understand that like, and, then, and then yeah businesses is everyone's also just like you know some businesses still climbing out from COVID and everything also right you know but maybe maybe what they're saying is that not that you cannot raise businesses uh, prices mm. you cannot raise until that it's out of proportion from the cost increase la. why cannot actually I mean if if 
if you need to, you know, make up for for what happened during COVID, for example, like uh, Singapore Airlines, right? Mm. The prices of air tickets now is very, very high. Mm. Uh, demand is there. And you could argue that they are, yeah, they are making up for during the the three the two, three years of COVID, right? When mm. they lost a lot of money and all. Mm. So um, why not? Why can't they increase more than what the cost is, right? Mm. Yeah, it's well, demand and supply as well, right? Yeah, so you're saying that uh, you can't fault a business for doing that, lah. Uh, I mean, in in the way it's set up here, lah, where, mm. where it's it's uh, I mean, generally, you know, Singapore is a very pro business environment and all, and the cost of living is going up for everyone. Mm. So if businesses also need more to survive, yeah, I know, I know, like you know, I don't know what the mechanics are for when uh you go to a hawker in a heartland or something, and they mm. have like the budget meal. Mm, yeah, you know, I don't know yeah. whether there's any subsidies that the stall gets from the government to offer that. Mm. Or whether they are just mandated that you need to offer something that is three dollars uh, that can be purchased. Uh. My understanding is certain places, yeah. You if you are in this, if you are operating a store here, there needs to be at least one option in your menu that is of a uh, like like a, a budget option, budget that, option that, that can be attained by anybody, like, uh, not say anybody like like that is within a certain budget range, la, mm. uh. But not sure whether there's any kind of subsidies afforded to them to offer that meal because. Chances are the margins will be a bit lower, lah, right? The subsidies are your lower rental. Oh, uh, your lower rental from the I space. See, see. So that's why if you want to come into this space, you have to have that option mm. available. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I can understand why it is the, the government would want to kind of ask businesses to not increase beyond what uh, the the cost increases are for their source raw materials like yeah I can understand why yeah so maybe it's just the messaging of it like. mm, mm. maybe it's just the messaging of it that you are ultimately like for, for me it was a statement that you know like the government cannot keep subsidizing businesses mm. and it is on the business to continue to you know upscale uh move up the value chain yeah focus on productivity and you're like um if every business could do that so easily, yeah. then there wouldn't be businesses that fail, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. I I should have thought about it. I just need to move up the value chain. Yeah, yeah. So it feels like, like it's almost like, okay, all these prices are increasing uh, and yet it is the burden of responsibility is put on these businesses to, to still move up the value chain so that they can still maintain their cost margins and mm. not increase their prices. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is... Um, yeah, tricky la, tricky situation. But um at the same time, like uh I think it's it's uh the I, I think there's a lot of debate la, right, about whether say raising GST uh can it be delayed any further. Because it's already been delayed once because of COVID. Mm. Uh, and that's and now it's been split into two tranches, la, right? One percent, one percent. Uh of course some people are like if they wanted to increase it, they should have done it at one shot. Yeah. Rather than this drag it out and make everyone feel like Prices just keep going up like over a period of two years, like, right? Mm. You know? But prices are going up, like, right? It's just that yeah, I think having to to deal with price increases more like even the same quantum but twice. Yeah. Just uh just makes everyone feel it a lot more. Like. It's like Terrence, I tell you, instead of giving you one big punch yeah. this year, right? I'll give, give you two, two medium the punches. Ten, the ten eight month. Oh, yeah, every month, every month, every month just fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just annoying, like every month yeah. you're like, fuck, this idiot is gonna come and punch me. Yeah. Not too hard, but just hard enough to annoy me. Annoy you. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you prefer just one knockout punch, la. I you, mean at least the discourse. You wake up, yeah. At least the discourse I'm reading, uh, that, that that people have pointed that out as a mistake. Uh and the other thing people are also saying is that um yeah, la, it's just uh the, is inevitable because of the you know the support packages during COVID. Uh, we need to have uh, a way to tax consumption mm. to make back that money. And uh, you know there there can be some plans to to whether it's try and tax the rich more and everything like that. But uh, those you know rich people also come with very powerful accountants and and lawyers that help them help them move their money around and things like that. So it's not as easy as it looks lah. Mm-hmm. So the simplest way to do it would be to you know you increase GST and then after that you offer some kind of like uh, uh, countering package assistance package uh, to ease the pain of that that GST burden for like one or two years mm. uh, but then when rich people continue buying their cars or that, they will have to pay the additional GST also la. yeah yeah correct uh, so I mean that that's the the what I'm reading around so yeah I mean at least in on Reddit people seem to be you know uh, generally like okay this is probably the it's not it's not a pleasant way to do it but it's probably the 
the the best way to do it, lah. You know, that's transparent for everybody. Because it's almost like if you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, lah. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, because there there was a lot of handouts given mm. during COVID. Um, and I mean, it, the efforts were also lauded globally, and, mm-hmm. and I think everyone could feel it, lah. Yeah. So in this case, that's why now it feels like I, who knows what the right process should be. Mm. Uh, should it be like within one month, everybody builds up and it's like, like you know, daylight savings and daylight, no, it's just daylight savings. Yeah. At one time, the whole country shifts like one hour behind, which yeah. is a huge change, lah. Right. Yeah. Um, whether it should be more like that or whether it should be more soft like this, lah. Mm, mm. Don't know which one is better, but it, I guess the sentiment now is like, wow, oh, like every week there's some new price going up. Yeah, something is going up. So what is it for you? Like the biggest shock in the uh, increase of its price? What what item or product or service for you has been the biggest shock to you in the last year or so? Oh, you mean just like on a day to day basis? Yeah, uh, anything like yeah. I think the mortgage. Uh, Okay, mortgage. but that one was global interest rates. Global, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, I remember I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. it's going to change like 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 just overnight that much." And that was the I think it hit me like, "Oh shit!" As in, yeah, this is this is the kind of uh, price increases that we are facing. Like, mm. uh, the day to day stuff. I mean, this is this feeling. Like, everything's more expensive. But if you ask me to pinpoint, I don't know. Do you have something? Um, I think. Day to day, it's a lot of the, the. For me, it's a lot of the services mm. that you're paying for your kids, right? Mm. Whether it's the enrichment classes or school, you know, preschool and things like that. Mm. Those the prices increase year on year, right? Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, just from from when when you know he started going to school and and now and just hearing what the prices are and everything, uh, big jump, big jump. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, 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 for everyone. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, and all these additional things that you pay for for enrichment and all that have also gone up in price, lah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then uh, how do you call it profiteering? You call it profiteering, or do you call it the inability to, you know, it costs more to hire teachers and, and things like that, lah? Right? Mm. Can you can really pinpoint exactly why the prices are going up? Can't lah. So and so now yeah. those sort of places need more CCTV cameras also. Right? Yeah, more CCTV cameras. More teachers on hand to, you know, check each other and all yeah, that. That's yeah. like <laughs> so how? You know, it's you a, go to Kindle and hey, don't profiteer. <laughs> One of your teachers, two of your teachers fucked up, don't yeah. profiteer. Yeah. Report you for profiteering. Yeah, because it also becomes a very hard thing to monitor. Like this one uncle at a coffee shop mm. who increases his like uh I don't know, like banmian by twenty cents. Yeah. You how would you kind of Men like ascertain that there's been profiteering there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Maybe Stomp is becoming a repository, like, you know? Mm. Like every day there are multiple people who post how this now costs this versus how much it used to cost in the past. Yeah, yeah. Is there even Stomp anymore? I thought it would just be TikTok. Just no, there is Stomp. It's very active. Oh, is it? It's one of my tabs that I open up whenever I'm doing research. <laughs> like it a, rarely yields anything substantial. Yeah. But I just put it there just to get a feel. It's a bona fide, like, boomer. boomer yeah, uncle. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And every day, there's there's something about the cost of some chai peng or some dish mm. or some some cockroach being found in some dish. Ah, yes. Yeah, let me open up today's one and, and I'll tell you in a minute what, what the main headlines uh, are over there. La. That sounds... That you basically summed up, like, what Stomp is as a website, really. Yep, la, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, oh, I mean, man. it's... Yeah, it's, it's... It's interesting, like, uh... I don't know, man. The the same thing. Oh yeah, okay. So um the trending article, McDonald's responds after customer says his Nasilama burger came with no onions and no meat. <laughs> Profiteering. Profiteering. Yeah. No onions. Yeah. Yeah. Um Jurong West style charges four twenty for fried meat with only one ingredient says costs have risen. Mm. Profiteering. Mm. Mm. Report. Yeah. Report them. Report. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I guess that's the it's a it's a feeling that I think everyone's feeling that things are just getting more expensive, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't even go into like COEs and all that. Uh. Those those have like skyrocketed like nothing. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, one thing they did say about the water, the water cost, like is mm. we are water stressed nation. Mm. Um. Uh. So it's also kind of like a we must appreciate the importance of water to Singapore, uh. Yeah. So. So yeah, like, it's just I mean I understand, but oh, maybe it's all coming at once. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Tough one, ah. Uh. And you know one. how prices are sticky. Even if it goes down in the future or anything, prices don't go down that fast, uh. Yeah. Right. Then I remember there was one article last week about the first Bukit Panjang 
HDB in this one block of flats that crossed a million. Yeah. You're saying how all the residents are so happy that uh, the value of their price and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which on one hand, you know, good for them, but well, now, yeah, now it's like a million dollar HDB is, is nothing already. Yeah, like. It's the norm already. It's the norm. Damn. Ah, but yes. Welcome October. Uh, Yeah, welcome to October because mm. it is that kind of uh, month. Uh. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, we are, we've been talking a lot about the uh, how Singaporeans feel they're getting the short end of the stick, getting shafted, you know, mm, mm. Uh, for due to higher prices. Mm. Uh, but you know, Singaporeans overseas have also been, um, not say giving the short end, uh, but like also been shafting in other parts of the world, uh, right? <laughs> Supposedly, Supposedly shafting. allegedly shafting. Allegedly shafting. Allegedly shafting. In other parts of the world. And what is this? Who are these Singaporeans overseas doing this? <laughs> so the Republic of Singapore Air Force, you know, like just barely two months after their display at the National Day and mm-hmm. a few weeks after the RSEF Day. Yes. Uh, recently, they did an exercise in Australia mm. and part of their their flight path uh, <laughs> caught the attention of British and Australian media because when you yeah. look from above, part of the flight path, uh, it seems to trace out uh, a dick and balls shape. Like. Mm, yes. Yeah. Like like you imagine like a dick and balls, it's it's not like abstract or anything. It's yeah. literally two spheres and like a one sausage. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> there was a tweet, I think. Mm. Um, and then people started talking about it. Uh, and then... Perth now described the plane's route as dick and balls in the sky. Um, <laughs> now it's an uh, online publication. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on October 1st, because that that um, that flight was made on September 28th, so on October 1st, the RACF themselves put out a post on Facebook in which it mm. said it was aware of online reports about the flight path and then clarified that the training flights are based on professional training objectives. Yeah. Um, and then any resemblance is, resemblance is not intentional and that it looks more like the Microsoft paperclip <laughs> clippy clippy, clippy right? fuck that clippy man <laughs> clippy yeah screw that clippy um, but yeah so what do you make of this man I mean mm. given that the first topic we spoke about was you know so existential almost yeah uh, no I mean I, I think it's uh, it's pretty funny man like whether or not it was done deliberately uh, I think there's a, you know, everyone can take away from this like a, a big sense of humor. Because, I mean, RSEF puts out a statement, but the statement is essentially, they put up, they put it up with a picture of a meme, like, you know, the mm. Drake meme of like, you know, the from, is it Hotline Bling or one of the music videos of that song? So that meme. So everyone's like taking it in very good humor. Like. I don't think it's uh, particularly like an international incident where the RSEF is embarrassed or anything like that, like, right? Yeah. So so at, at first when I heard that RCF made a statement, I was like, oh, what the hell? Like mm. does it does it uh necessitate a statement? But now I read when I see that post, I'm like, oh, they took it in quite good humor and actually the whole thing's quite funny, like, right? However you choose to interpret it. La. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. La. <laughs> this is the kind of news that I look forward to Singapore making uh, oh, yeah, every yeah. once in a while. La. You mean like Shanti Pereira winning Asian Games gold medal. Price increase. Price increase. and Dick and night. balls in the sky. <laughs> Dick and balls in the sky. <laughs> Making Singapore proud. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look at it, it's so, it's just, it's nice. La. It's very human. La. Mm. And you think about it, like British and Australian media were talking yeah. about Singapore planes. Yeah. Which is a step for forward for our country, you know? Because last time, when when does Singapore appear in the news? Mm. Like, oh, if you talk 10, caning, 15, yeah, caning or drugs, drugs or something. Yeah. No, but now dig and balls. Dig and balls. In dig the sky. and balls in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. I mean, like, and also I think what, like what you said, the RACS post, yeah. that was, uh, yeah, like they, they're not taking themselves too too seriously. Mm-hmm. But do you buy that it, that it looks anything like Clippy, the paper clip? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> Uh, no, so yeah, when first I heard when they, they said that it looks like Clippy the paper clip, I'm like, come on, like you can't possibly be using that as an excuse, like, right? Yeah. But now when you look at the 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 social media post, it's kinda oh okay, they're doing it like a bit tongue in cheek, like, right? Yeah, like, they yeah. they know it's obviously not, and they're just sort of putting it there for fun. Huh? But actually to be fair, like Clippy is not too far away. Okay. Like Clippy okay. has the two eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With kind eyes. of a dick yeah. on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and right. this one has that also. But Clippy really is like something from like generations ago. Like, right? yeah. you know, I don't think people are making tributes to 
to Clippy. Is he still part of Windows now? I don't think so. Not at least not in his current iteration. Uh. Yeah, I mean the only person in this room who uses Microsoft is uh, Tristan. Uh. uh, to do what? As in Microsoft uh, OS lah. Oh, you mean Windows lah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah lah, Windows lah, okay, Windows. Yeah. Because the, I mean, he was from like Word, Word and all. Right? If you use Microsoft Word lah, right? Oh, oh yeah, it's Microsoft Word. Yeah, it's not Windows lah. Not la. necessarily Windows per se. Oh, Tristan, oh, like, he just taught you. He he just dated you to back. Tristan to the last is century. Clippy. I think. Have you seen Clippy? Okay, so, so if you didn't hear that, Tristan said uh, very excitedly that he hasn't seen Clippy in years. In years, uh. yeah. Clippy the paperclip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is not world-changing news. Mm. I think it's a great way to start the week. Mm. Phallic flight route. Phallic flight route. <laughs> Phallic yeah. flight 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 route. Yeah. But Do yeah, you think man. Be, I mean, let's say the 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 pilot was trying to make some statement or something like that, like, mm. right? What do you think? You, you think it was like because like maybe he lost a bet or or he's frustrated with rising prices in Singapore or something like what 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 do you think is the message behind this? Uh? I mean, maybe it's just one of those things. You know, like how now people do things for the gram. Uh yeah. This is the plain equivalent. <laughs> and the one thing I have realized over the years as I get older, right, is mm. like um the any role or any job that you think is super serious. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes it is not as a, uh, 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 a ser- not not serious. It's not okay. One example uh, that mm. hit me when I was younger. Uh, my my friends who eventually became doctors, mm-hmm. they told me once, and I mean, don't quote me on this as scientific fact, but mm. I have heard that when people kind of like have to operate on the stomach and have to kind of take out your intestines for a period of time. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought that if you needed to put it back. You would, you know, layer it in like, it properly, yeah. like, like a S, like, you know, multiple yeah, 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 S. Yeah. Yeah. But they told me, no, you just chuck it in. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like mm. the peristalsis of the food where the intestine moves the food around uh, through contractions, it doesn't matter what position it's in. Mm, the body uh, sorts itself out. Like, yeah. Right? And I was like, what do you mean? It's it. Yeah. You just. Okay. So if doctors are listening and if this is absolute bull, Mm. Um, I will go tell my friends off. Yeah, but from what it told me, yeah, you just you just take it. You don't like fucking stuff it in without care or anything. But you don't need to arrange it that way, like. mm. And that blew my mind. And your your friends are gonna be investigated by Singapore Medical Medical Council <laughs> in three, two, two one. one. <laughs> I mean, I never say they're Singaporean doctors. Okay, I never say they're Singaporean doctors. Um, There's someone, someone, an intern somewhere is going on your Facebook to look for doctor yeah, friends of Harish Dilani. And people who have had stomach operations that oh. That's why my intestine feels so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, but I always remember that and I was like, oh shit. Uh, oh, so so maybe in this case, it really mm. was like, they're like, hey, tomorrow what shape you going to draw? Yeah. I think I'll do a start. Hey, I'm going to do a, a dick in balls. So. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah. bro, I dare you, man. I dare you. But we need to, yeah, I guess maybe, but this one was really, it was discovered on Reddit, lah. Like mm. someone, I think this website that allows you to track, you know, the flight paths and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah, it was discovered, so, that's true. It's pretty cool that someone else, it wasn't like seeded by the pilots themselves or what, yeah, but yeah, someone yeah. else actually found it. Like. Yeah. Wow. So funny. Yeah, it's a dick and balls, man. But I mean, yeah. it kind of looks like a bit like Homer Simpson also. Like. Wow, if you really, yeah, it really screen your eyes. And yeah, if you imagine. Yeah, have you seen those memes around those like, oh, look at this picture, then if you squint and, and hold it far away, it's actually a picture of Ronaldo and stuff like that. What you see, I mean, it's like a picture of a garden. Uh. If you screen and look like... Oh, that's a the, uh. 3D one, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all created by Yo, AI. I so. love that shit. Remember, remember when we were young, there was this book called Magic Eye? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but, but this, this is different, different, different. The oh. one is like some 3D thing. This one yeah. is like... It's just the the general like likeness. Oh, I haven't of, seen. I haven't seen. And it's all created by AI, so it's not as cool as, as it was back then. Uh, but uh, oh. a lot of these are coming out around now. Yeah. Oh. But I don't, I'm trying to screen and, and pull back and I don't see any Homer Simpson in there. You imagine but, if Homer Simpson lost a lot of weight yeah. and just his eyes... Uh, he had hair like March. Uh. He had hair like he March. Hair like March, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then maybe... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what they were going for. Like They were trying to make Homer, Homer Simpson's Simpson, face. Correct, correct. And now it looks like... Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, the, the pilot maybe not so, not so skilled. Yeah, man. Not as great an artist. Yeah, but... But yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. cool. Tell us if you see anything else uh, in the image yeah. that we is worth pointing out. And if you're a surgeon who thinks I spoke absolute bullshit, please let me know also. Yeah. Cool. That's right. Awesome. Um, and what is your one short thing? Uh, one short comment. Oh, sorry. One short comment, yeah. 
Yeah, my one short comment uh, was something on, uh, what you call it, our podcast 442, which mm. is about the WW2 bomb and what our place is in the world. Yeah. Uh, someone, uh, Nicholas Gerard1579 on YouTube, mm. um, very nicely declared that he did the, the audience survey. Mm. Um, I think if I think the link might still be active. So if you're listening to this and you haven't done the survey, mm, mm, just mm. click on the link in the show notes. I think it's probably the last day. Yeah. Uh, so he said he did the survey and said that this is probably the first local podcast I'm finding myself looking forward to and checking YouTube daily for new episodes. Yeah. Keep it up, guys. Oh, sweet. Love that shit. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Nicholas Jarrett, 1579. Mm. Uh, yeah, nice. so that was my one show comment. What yeah. about you? Uh, mine is from uh, our subreddit where Kosher Jellyfish posted a yeah a picture that some Fuji film, um, I think those are Polaroids or whatever mm. of uh, local football heroes, and like I think there's seven of them like the pictures of seven of them there mm. with their signatures and and all, and uh, yeah I think it was just posted because they remember that we have talked talked about uh, being fans of like uh, local football back in the day. Mm. and it's true uh, I looked at all these photos I can name every Everyone single one of these people yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Correct, correct. without missing a beat yeah. and yeah. Like, I can tell you their playing styles and, and what position they play uh, and everything epic I don't... Yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty crazy uh, right that, that you know back in the day that's even like for kids back then you would worship these people and then like even as you're old you still remember all of them yeah. and ask you to name like you know five players from the local football team now and it's like it's, it's tough lah, right? It's just Fandi Ahmad's kids. Fandi Ahmad's kids, yeah. Fandi Ahmad's yeah. kids, yeah. 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 But yeah, exactly. Actually, that's true. Like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't occur to me also that just naming them in a heartbeat totally can. Yeah. And uh, they, they don't have their names uh, written there or anything, but I, I know every single one of them who, who, who they are, you know? Wow. Crazy thing, right? Wow, it's crazy, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Who are they? Come, come we go. Uh, Malik Awab, yeah. Fandi Ahmad, yeah. Nasri Nasir, yeah. Abbasad, Lim Tong Hai, yeah. Jung Jung, and Kadir Yaya. Yup! Left to right, man. Yeah. giving me goosebumps, man. Yeah. Even just saying all those names well, brings Ooh. back memories. Uh, and that cool, song, uh, that song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, everybody. Exactly. Cool, okay. And now, what is the one short thing? Uh, let me pull mine up, but you have yours. Okay. Yeah, mine... Mine is uh, the latest season of Sex Education on mm. Netflix. Mm, mm, it's mm. season four. Okay. I'm halfway through it, uh, loving it. Um, and I mean, the, the, it's one of those shows where every season, it feels like it gets better. Okay. Uh, okay. And the characters are all the same. And because it's set in school, mm. the changes they go through physically, emotionally, is quite drastic over the seasons. And it's okay. nice to see all of them develop. La. The mm. only downside is because there's a... A lot of like sex scenes and like uh, dick pics that just come out of nowhere. Oh, really? So watching it, um, I guess in public or at home, if you have older folk or younger folk, just have to be careful. Uh. Oh, well, yeah. how many times has that happened for you? I mean, thankfully, like with my mom staying with us now, not not because you have to be cautious. Like, I don't watch it like freely. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, but it's just a very you fun watch. You go in like you close door. Hey, mom, I'm, I'm just doing some work. Uh, that kind of thing, is it? <laughs> okay, okay. Don't disturb me. Uh, okay. No, that. watch in the hall. Then when oh. she says goodnight, I'm like, hey, goodnight, goodnight. Okay, you're oh, not going to get up, right? You're going to sleep, right? <laughs> then then start watching. Oh, you're yeah. like my, my, when my kid comes around the TV, I have to switch it off. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, correct. what's oh, that yeah. voice? Yeah, there's sound. No, nothing, nothing. Ah, nothing, yeah. nothing. Correct, correct, correct. Exactly that, exactly that. But yeah, it's a very fun show and like, yeah, I just love it. It's it's a teenage kind of thing, but there's there's also adult themes, and I think it's very watchable for any kind of adult. I love mm. it. I love it. I see, I see. It's really good. Cool. What about you, man? Uh, my one short thing was uh, just over the weekend. Um, I think uh, there was a one championship event, and uh, Angela Lee, the mm. atomweight champion, and uh, yeah, she retired. You know, after, I think after uh, it's been a very troubling year like, after the the her. After the death of her sister, you know, Victoria Lee. So she retired over the weekend. Um, and I mean, it was a quite, at least, at least they gave her like a ceremony to retire, announce her retirement, like, you know. So, so that was pretty good. Um, and then there was a, immediately after that, there was a fight uh, for, to take for the, the winner to become the undisputed uh, atomic champion. Mm. And it was between Stamp, which is a, she was a Thai fighter, and uh, I think a Korean fighter. Um, uh, Ham Seo Hee, yeah. So yeah, pretty, 
pretty I mean Stamp has been her story also has, has been really quite interesting like coming mm. from poverty in Thailand into you know now becoming a very big star mm. and uh, yeah I think she's also built up quite a big social media following because she's quite funny like, like doesn't take herself too seriously always Stamp. yeah always dancing like K-pop dancers before before and after her fights and, and like she does funny TikTok videos and things like that but she's a badass in the ring as mm. well like, mm. like really like Muay Thai badass so yeah, I mean the whole thing was quite a quite something to watch. Uh, like the fact of seeing Angela Lee retire and sort of hand over passing of the baton to to stamp stamp in this case. Uh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it all happened in Singapore. This was on uh Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday. Was it Saturday or Sunday morning? Saturday morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday morning. Wow. So quite interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember I remember seeing there was she laid down her belt on the ground and all, right? Yeah, it must yeah, be quite yeah. emotional. Yeah. yeah, it was, uh, yeah. But wow. it's funny things they they have these events on Saturday morning in Singapore. Saturday morning, so, eh? so that when they stream on Prime Video in the US, it's like Friday night, Oh, Friday night fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite a uh, Saturday morning, like before brunch, go watch UFC. Exactly, yeah. So I think the main event starts around ten a.m. So you can have a breakfast then go and watch. But it's quite a. Um, I just thought about it. It was just I was just thinking about it over the weekend. You know how sports in the US, sorry, in the US, it's a very Monday night football, then even down to like um, Thursday night or, you know, you'd be watching NBA or something mm. on Thursday night, Friday night. But actually, then when it comes to the weekend, actually, they don't have a lot of like uh, sports. Uh, not And the, the sports on the weekend are primarily like uh, boxing or a lot of like UFC and stuff. Oh, is it? And I think as in the big sports like football, American baseball, football, baseball, uh, basketball, they actually during the weekdays, they take, it's usually oh. on weekdays, right? Yeah. So, but in Singapore, our culture, because of what Singapore is, uh, yeah, we have, we can have like sports in the morning like, a lot of times, you know, uh, we can have events in the morning because then they'll be streamed uh, overseas and when it's like evening time elsewhere. Oh, and, uh, actually, that's true. Uh. That I think makes it quite interesting. It, it, uh, yeah. British football is the one over weekends. Uh, same with like oh, yeah, football. Yeah, 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 yeah. But America, is like, it's like a job uh, for them. They work during yeah. the weekdays. During <laughs> weekdays and then weekends is when they, there's, People just go out and have fun. Uh. They don't. They don't sit at home and watch sports. Uh. Ah, which is quite interesting. Like, cause then, yeah, you think about it, and like, how many people on Saturday morning can you know like take time off from family or that to go and watch like a three-hour sports event and all yeah. that, right? It's, but I guess because Singapore is a global city, and you know, so that's why we have to play to global timings. Ah, uh. wow, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, first podcast of October. And we'll talk to you all soon.